what up, what up, it's your boy E, and welcome to 99 Problems. I'm joined tonight by Christina from Colorado. She is a full-body sensual massage specialist, and I've been chasing her, as you guys know, for quite a while, but I'm excited to have her on. Um, that being said, I hope you guys enjoy the show, and on to the podcast. Hello. Hi. All right. Now we got it going. This is much better and won't have the bleed over. Welcome to the podcast, ma'am. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. My goodness, Christina, I am here to tell you. And and for those listening, you'll hear this because we've already talked about it, what, twice already. Been trying to chase her down for a month, <laughs> a good month. <laughs> and initially we were supposed to do this before everything went down but she had a vacation and as you guys know i don't hide this i am a married gent so i have to pick and choose times when they work out but a funny thing happened along the way right (laughs) right (laughs) right well they know about me all of my listeners from you name it to there and back, but they know very little about my first ever guest. Yay! So, Christina, without further ado, tell them who you are, where you do your work at, and a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Christina, and um, I live in Colorado, and I am a full-body sensual massage specialist. And I say specialist because good at what I do and people really enjoy it so. yes I, I believe that because you know I, I see some of her gents I think responding <laughs> on Twitter with a pretty regular um, frequency because for whatever reason she attracts them and I gotta tell you as a, as a fan um, I'm still trying to figure out your eye color <laughs> you know <laughs> one day it's blue one day it's green I just I'm just happy to see it and see you on there and posting, especially through all this. So I know you guys listen to a lot of podcasts and and it's typically a, a, an interview grilling session. But I told Christina we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to do this like she is actually my co-host because there is so much going on. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I agree. This, um, we're definitely in new territory right now, I think. Um, at least for me, maybe some older people have been experienced some some things that we're going through right now. But this is definitely new territory for me and a lot of people um, that I know as well. How has this um, this basically this epidemic affected your portion of the industry? Well, it's kind of funny because you would think that things would be super slow and that um, people would kind of be going into hiding or quarantine or, or whatever the case. Um, but that hasn't been the case. I've been, I've been getting a lot of phone calls, a lot of texts for people wanting to reach out. But unfortunately where I'm at, they have issued a stay at home order by the governor. So even though I've been getting all these text messages and all these phone calls, I haven't been able to see clients and, and it's, it's upsetting because 
we're all isolated right now. We're all feeling very lonely. And when you're feeling that way, you just want to reach out. You just, you want to be able to meet up with someone and that just can't happen right now. So, you know, it's definitely, it's been hard because I want to be there for my clients and I want to be able to see them, but I just can't right now. I mean, I'll tell you as a gent, you know, it has not been easy on this side. Um, and and you see so many that, and I, and I have like three dates pre-booked. And you see them and you're like, I hope this thing is lifted because I'm in Texas. Mm-hmm. And right now we're quarantining people if they come from certain states, if they come from certain cities, because the rate may be higher in those places than in others. And you're like, oh, God, will this come to an end? And, and, and obviously the first thing you want to do is think about your health first, right? Sure, definitely. But if you're in this lifestyle, and some of us generally like being in this lifestyle, it's the companionship, <laughs> it's the, the rapport you build with the gent or the lady or whomever you're, you're seeing as a companion, and you're like, man, I'm losing that right now. And it's, yes, exactly. it's, it's when you break that consistency and, and you're stuck in this, un, if I knew there was a stop point, right? <laughs> but we don't have one and I've been I try to keep politics out of it sure. but there's a phrase I've been using lately because I heard this comedian and he's like there's a horse loose in the hospital <laughs> that's kind of how I think about the guy running it right now I'm like there's a horse loose in the hospital and I don't know if he knows what he's doing in the hospital or if he belongs in the hospital but a horse yeah. probably should not be in the hospital you know what I'm saying right. yeah <laughs> It doesn't help anyone. No, it does not. And it does more harm than good. And we're all stuck waiting on the horse to get out of there so the doctors can do their jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's not the case. Um, You posted. You posted about the uh, the clients. Tell me about your clientele. Some of the guys that come through there in the wonderful state of Colorado. Oh, my goodness. Um such a wide range of clients really from young to old to married and single. And the majority of my clients are very respectful and I feel like they're missing something in their lives and that's why they're coming to see me. Um, There are those clients that, you know, kind of just want that quick fix and I can tell who those clients are and you know I give them what they're what they're coming for but a majority of my clients they really want someone to listen to them and they want to be touched and they want to be able to touch someone else they're just like they're lacking that intimacy in their lives now and I said this before but again a lot of y'all didn't hear the first couple of edits that we had to do um, what Christina does in FBSM is kind of how I got started as a client. Um, being stationed in England and Hawaii, as a, as a soldier, you're so nervous because you're like, I don't want to lose my clearance. I had a security clearance back then. So I'm going to try something safe and less risque, and, you know, off the beaten path. And I'm looking in through the phone books and I'm looking through the back page ads. This is like a real back page ad, not like the website back page. <laughs> and, and you find, oh, such, such massage quality. And you get there and it's like totally different than a companionship experience, right? Uh-huh. But 
and we talked about this before, and I'm going to open up the audience to it. Explain what an FBSM type interaction is. So the, so the, so those who don't know, who may have never had that kind of experience is. Sure. Um, well, every provider who does FBSM probably, we don't all do it the same, but I can tell you how I do it. Right. And generally, um, I allow mutual touch, which means that while you're laying on the table and I'm massaging you, you can also touch me. So both client and me are both nude. And just kind of start out with like real sensual soft touches of rubbing your scalp and your face and then just kind of slowly, you know, work on my way down your body while you're also rubbing me as well. And I get the client really, you know, kind of relaxed first and feel comfortable. And then once, you know, I feel like it's time, then I flip them over and kind of, you know, do a little, a lot more sensual touching. And they actually really enjoy that part because then they can see me as well and see how I'm responding to their touches. And then it just kind of goes on from there to, you know, however we choose to finish the session. But um, almost every single client that I have seen is pretty amazed at the end at how the session, you know, how the whole session went. And they're really looking forward to um, the next time they can book. I, I will tell you, um, first couple of sessions I had FBSM were with Asian massage um, specialists. Okay. And no, before anyone says anything, it was not part of the, the whole bus. These were grown women who had their own private studios. And I remember the first mutual touch session I had when I was like 24. And I was <laughs> nervous as hell. <laughs> she was like, Russell Rowan, GI, touch, touch. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> and she's standing there, you know, topless, and I'm like, oh, God, um, <laughs> I don't know, and I know you've dealt with that, right? Where yes, just yes, and he's definitely. like, I know she's saying this, and I almost feel like it's a rite of passage, but in the same token, it's like, if I do this, you know, boom, stop, and she put me at ease, and I remember it took me about three times seeing her before she was like, okay. Okay, Gia. You can touch here. She took my hand. She had to take she had to guide yes. me like I was a kid on the tricycle. You know? <laughs> She's like, it's okay. It's okay. Touch here. Touch here. Yes, and I've had to do that too. You, you know, because not everyone does that. And I'm glad you mentioned your mutual touch. Because as you know, some of your competitors are not. And they will say right. you just lay here. I just do that and, and explain that so so some of the gents listening can understand that because I think they need to know the difference between mutual touch and none. Watch, I know some of I know some of them do know that, but some don't, you know. Right. Um, well, and like I said, everybody's different, but like for me, right. I have rules that the clients can read. Most of the time, they don't actually read them, but I tell them, you know, once we get started, you know, I am mutual touch. The only place that I don't allow you to touch is my vagina everything else is fine um and so you know it just kind of allows them to you know caress me and and feel me in, in ways and and some of these guys maybe they've never touched a woman before <laughs> or maybe they maybe they haven't touched breasts as big as mine if i hear that a lot honestly and they um, choose to go to your spot and do it <laughs> right exactly i mean it was, it would be like 
putting a, a, you know, a candy in front of a child and saying, you can't have that. You can't touch that, you know? And I, I really enjoy touch. And I think that's one of my love languages is touch. And so as much as I love touching others, I love to be touched as well, as long as it's respectful. Um, now there are some place, some people, some competitors who don't allow mutual touch. So it's, and it can be very mechanical or at least what I've heard from some of my clients that those situations feel very mechanical, not, you know, not shared, not a shared experience. So, and and that's why I was saying that because my first experience, I, I was that kid, you know, but I had been with a woman before, but you know, I was laying there with this towel and and they said to get comfortable. That's always the term, get comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, okay, you know, take off my big baggy pants because this is like 2000 with the big baggy pants era. Take off these big baggy (laughs) pants and this polo shirt and put this towel around me. And she's like, so are you comfortable? I still have my underwear on, but two, by the way. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I'm comfortable. And, you know, this high schooly pitch voice and Really, I was nervous as hell, but I'm like, yeah, I'm comfortable. And she's like, you want to take your underwear off at least? And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The towel's still on, and she's like, relax, calm down. And and, and I always self-deprecate. I made the move to her thigh, and she was like, no, honey, I don't, I don't do that. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, uh-huh. because I didn't know. And, and I think sure. it's important that, like you said, we should read the rules. She wasn't right. disrespectful. She didn't end the session. She just explained to me that, boom, this is what this is, and this is what this is. And I, and I hope gents get this, because we don't read their websites enough. We don't yeah. read the do's and don'ts enough. Go, I'll let you explain that, because you can probably do it better than I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've seen it time and time again from, you know, providers that we put all this work and all this effort into building these websites you know with all this information and then clients just don't take the time to read that information and so then we're back and forth you know explaining all the information that is easily available to them um back and forth through text messages or a phone call and that can kind of sometimes be frustrating I'll tell you what it is. We go right to the photo gallery. (laughs) (laughs) We go right to two photo gallery and rates and availability. Boom. Yes. All right. She's got a nice rack. She's got a pretty face. Looks like she's free all day Tuesday. Let me send her an email and tell her who I am and what I can do. And that she's really awesome. A dick pic. (laughs) (laughs) I said that because I think you posted about that one time. And I'm like, really? Guys actually send dick pics in the intro email? Oh, intro texts all the time. <laughs> For <an> FBSM? <laughs> oh, yeah. Explain what that sounds like. Um, It can vary, but sometimes um, that's the first thing I get. It's wow. just a dick pic, um, which is an immediately block. I don't even respond. And then other times that, you know, it'll start off with a Hey, can you help me out with this? And I'm like, what? And then dick pic. Wow. Like, yeah, I'm like, sorry, no, can't help you. You know, block. 
black I just, or blacklist these days apparently exactly <laughs> that's the thing that guys don't understand is girls don't want to see your dick like in a picture because we're gonna see it anyway like have a little bit of mystery there and it's not gonna want us it's not gonna make us want to see you even more like and i think that that's the stigma behind it is like oh they're gonna want to see me because i got this dick and you know and it's the total opposite i mean i have not met or spoken to not one girl whether in civilian life or you know in the hobby life that has appreciated that you know and and, and the thing is is having never sent one to someone who did not ask for it first I don't get mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I've never got it and I've never understood it. But apparently it's a thing. And it's so much of a thing that I don't know. And it's crazy because you know where I'm going with this. I, I led you into this because I told you I would read something you're supposed to catch up. <laughs> apparently, yes. now the women are doing it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is that about? Explain what whatever that is because I got to tell you, I'm 41 and I have yet to receive a vagina pick. Not like I would turn it down. I just never got one. Right. Well, um, I didn't actually get that in my DMs. I was just kind of scrolling through my timeline and someone had posted. I mean, it was like straight up, like close up picture. And I was just like, my first reaction was like, ooh. And it's not, and I'm not saying that like vaginas are ugly because I don't think that they are. But I, I when you're either. not when you're not <laughs> expecting it and it's just like there in your face, you're like, whoa, what's why would someone post this and why why would someone retweet it? You know, um I think sometimes I think that women do those things out of desperation, you know, to get attention and like I just feel like, you know, let there be some mystery to it. You know, uh, you know is I had a conversation with someone earlier today and we were talking about branding and, and I don't know if this, this could have been an adult entertainer or it could have been a, a worker. And I, I noticed that with some, they will push the limit for their brand. And it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting because, you know, as a client, I'm like, and this is just disclaimer, you know, E the client is looking for something to be intrigued by when he sees, you, you know, if, if I wanted that, openly i could probably find it on pornhub and i'm not knocking the ladies that do just, oh, just you're totally right. and 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 i have only fans <laughs> you mm-hmm. know i will subscribe to your only fans and get that but when you put it on twitter it's kind of like huh yeah okay. okay so this is a different angle and and i don't know i don't know if that's okay but i don't i don't never knock it because whatever you gotta do but to some extent, I'm like, okay, if, if that's going to be your brand, then it, it looks a, a, if it's a carnal desire, right? And, and I'm looking mm-hmm. at you as the object, which I'm not naive enough to discount that part of this because it's part of it. But right. if that's what you're selling for point blank, then that's what you're doing. And then so be it, be that, but be that full time. So there's no distinction. And But some can mix it up. It's just, you know, sure. when you see it, it's kind of like, huh, it's there. It's there. Right. If I pay for your OnlyFans, it's different. But I think if you put it out there for the world to see, then it's really different, you know? Right. And then it's like, there's really not anything special about it. You know what I mean? Like, 
if you're just putting it out there for everyone to see, then what are you going to get out of subscribing to an OnlyFans account or, or whatever, you know, like that is not already out there for free or whatever the case may be. Full disclaimer, we're not coming for you ladies on OnlyFans and content creators. As again, I subscribe to like five of y'all. But I'm just saying she has a point. It's kind of like, okay, you know, what am I paying for on OnlyFans if you put it out there? Exactly. <laughs> you know, and I I got about a good 60 bucks worth of subscriptions after long the tips. But I digress. We have truly went about 20 minutes in, and I have yet to have everyone hear this story. Now, Christina initially came to my attention because of those eyes. And if you guys have seen her eyes, <laughs> they are something else. But Beyond that, and beyond the beautiful rack that she mentioned, guys, she's selling herself short, by the way. She's just actually an awesome individual. Um, <laughs> I'm a social worker, and you guys know that. And every now and again, people's stories will catch my attention, and it's like, wow. And when she posted her story, I mean to tell you, to this day, I don't know if I've read a better one. And I've, I've done social work for quite a while. It it, it encapsulates, and it, it, it takes your attention. And rather than her read that whole thing, <laughs> I'm going to give her the platform to basically tell you guys how she got started and, and what got her here now. So without, without further ado, floor is yours, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you so much. And um, I just want to say for everybody who has taken the time to read my story, it really means a lot because it was really personal and I really put a lot out there and I really got a lot of really good feedback from it. And really surprising I but i retweeted it like twice on both my platforms by the way. <laughs> um but you know in my story i, I kind of just talk about how i grew up really very poor and very abused and um you know i didn't like living that kind of life and i definitely didn't want to live that kind of life with my children and right. I put myself through school, you know, got a bachelor's degree in psychology, thinking this is the life that I'm going to, you know, be able to get for my kids and stuff, you know, but um, it didn't and you actually had a pretty life. good vanilla job, right? A pretty good vanilla yes. job. Right. So I had, I, I had, you know, lots of jobs that I thought were going to be my forever job, you know, but I just was basically taken advantage of and almost every job I had or like sexually assaulted by male co-workers or male bosses or just kind of put in really vulnerable situations where I felt like I couldn't say no or I couldn't defend myself and you know it's just it tears you down when you work for a company or work for other people where you feel like you're not appreciated and I just, after this last job that I got, um, and I got fired for basically using a company credit card to buy my kids and I dinner on a business trip, it was $30, and I got fired over that, and that was really upsetting, especially after seeing my coworkers take their friends out to Red Lobster on credit card, you know? And, and, and so I'm going to tell you guys. I'm, I'm, I was a I was a government con a government contractor before I uh, went into social work, and if I had a dollar for every time we went to the strip club and made them bill us through the steakhouse portion of that strip club, because gents were basically swiping at two and three hundred a clip, 
at the strip club, mm-hmm. I would go broke telling you how many times that actually happened. Company like credit that. cards have been used for all kind of fraud. So what she's mm-hmm. telling you guys, I mean, $30 for a kid. I read that part yeah. and was like, really? This is where we are? Someone's petty enough? But go yeah, ahead. It, I was, <laughs> it, it was really heartbreaking because I was working 50 plus hours a week and I couldn't afford to feed my kids and that was hard like I was missing everything in their lives school events you know dance recitals and it broke my heart because I'm a single mom and I have been for many many years and so to not be able to put food on the table when I was working so hard for this company and just to get fired like that it tore me up and it just gave me a whole new look on life and after I got fired I'm thinking okay I couldn't I couldn't even put food on the table and now I'm fired what am I going to do and a friend of mine who was going through a divorce we started talking about you know ways he was getting companionship and he told me about Backpage and I thought this is a thing I've never even heard of it a guy, a gent, yes. introduced yes. you to this life, of course. Exactly. Of course. Um, and I was really shocked. Like, I wasn't, I didn't judge him or anything. I was like, hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, but I was like, when he told me about it, I kind of like, you know, I did some research and looked into it. And I found that it was actually pretty easy to get started. The minute I posted an ad, my phone was blowing up, just blowing up with people. And were there pictures? Like, well, what was your first ad like? Like, what did that look like? You remember what you said in it? Yeah, I. It was probably something like, um, I think at the time I was blonde, <laughs> but it was probably something like, "Oh, busty blonde," because I had just looked at some other uh, profiles and was like, "Okay, this is what everybody's doing." And I um, you know, so I posted some pictures and basically was like, "Hey, I'm doing, you know, massage or whatever." And and uh, so yeah, so that's what I did. And and um, so I got my first call, and it was actually an hour away from where I live, so I had to drive an hour. And um, to meet this client, and I end up going to it's like taking me down. I'm following him, and I'm going down all these back roads and a dirt road and in the mountains. And at this point, I'm kind of scared because I'm alone, you know, I'm like what's happening. And then I get to this like beautiful, like cabin. And I mean, it was huge, it's like million dollar cabin. And I'm like, interesting. So we we go in and, you know, he offers me a drink, like a soda or whatever. And then we, you know, kind of got down to business and and he was very attractive young guy, you know, and I was honestly surprised that he was seeking my services and it worked, it worked out really well. I got paid and I left and I was like, wow, that was easy. Now... (laughs) And you enjoyed it, it sounds like. Yes, I did. And I'm not going <laughs> to lie, like, it hasn't all been easy. Like, no. I've had hard days, and I've had things happen that sucked, and you know what I mean? But, like, I've really grown a lot since I started doing this. 
and I've come a long ways <laughs> in standing well, up for myself. And I will tell you, I uh, I know a couple of single moms in the lifestyle. Over the years, I've ran into quite a few. And especially now, um, I mean, I don't know how to say it. It's like we hit a stopgap and we don't know how to go. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I'm hoping that if they're listening tonight, they can hear you basically say it's never over because one one situation is right in front of you that you feel like you can't climb that hurdle, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, you proved it. And even now, I mean, you're still getting calls in the middle of the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it's not for lack of effort. Right. But I think for some of us, it's it's just easier to stop and go, oh, oh my God, what am I going to do? And 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 it's, it, I know it can be daunting. Yeah. I know, trust me. But you've proven. And and guys, I'm telling you, my, my hope and prayer is that if you find her, her, her article that she wrote, her paper that she wrote, because she goes into a lot more detail. Yes. And there's she left some stuff out and I won't bring it up. But, you know, there are relationships personally that got real raw. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. And I was like, whew, Lord. I mean, and I'll just say <laughs> having lived in two separate homes growing up myself, it, it, it touched me mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm harder because I, I had to grow up in two separate homes and go back sure. and forth and all that good stuff. Because you you learn two different lifestyles, two different ways of living, and it, and it just and it makes you a certain kind of way, right? But I, you know, I can tell you, there's there's no no harder truth than having to raise kids in this kind of scenario, right? Right, exactly. You know, my story oh, yeah. touches, he touches a lot on, um, you know, poverty and abandonment issues and sexual assault and. You know, and kind of at the end, just overcoming all of that. Yes. And and, and Christina likes her job. She is, if you follow her on Twitter, she likes her job. Yeah. I really She's not do. out here just doing it because. And it sounds like you guys have a pretty unique community out there in Denver of sex workers, right? Describe that community. They seem fun. I follow like 80 of y'all. <laughs> y'all seem very close knit. Yeah. Um, everybody's really supportive and just super super awesome and it's kind of surprising because uh when i was about 23 i worked in a strip club for about a week and i have to tell you you want to see some <laughs> cutthroat women go to a strip oh, club man. like oh man the worst like it's all competition with them and it's absolutely awful just hateful hateful people and so I kind of expected that that the providers were going to be the same way, and they are not. They are so supportive of one another and just just really like an awesome group of people that do not judge and are there for you. And it's amazing. It really is amazing to see how supportive everybody is of each other. A- absolutely. And I tell you that having – been in Denver for a very brief time. It was more of a layover. Got stuck there and had to do it overnight. I have asthma, so it's kind of hard for me to be there longer than a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I had a day out there once, and it was it was a good time. And the woman was so laid back, <laughs> you know. And and yeah. and I was blessed enough to to meet her from one of those web pages. 
I don't say those web pages because no one's sponsored for free. Right, right. <laughs> so, but um, I met one out there once and we hung out. She found me, you know, there's a surprisingly, um, and, and this is probably in every major city. If you stay near the airport, you're going to get some play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And, and for the ladies who freestyle, yes, the, I know all about the airport freestyle scene because that's how I, you know, woman was like, oh, you're at such a hotel. I go there every night. And I was like, really? Yeah, happy hour. Red dress, you'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely. Um, it's one of my favorite towns, and especially with the um, current legislation with the marijuana passing, and which is unfortunate enough because I, I think I read that you posted the dispensaries were closed, and I was like, that's a bummer. Yeah, they, <laughs> but, ended, up, you um, know, they ended up changing that law within like a couple hours because people were freaking out. So they are now open. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like if nothing else closes, they need to keep you open and what y'all are doing. I need whatever is defined as stress relief. Exactly. So I need my weed and I need my vagina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm good. Yes. I don't understand why you would close both right. or, or one. You need to keep one open. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> you know or, and, and God forbid you just keep them both open, then we're winning. <laughs> but I will say that. In the same token, going back to what we talked about at the beginning, this virus has changed things tremendously. Yeah. And there seems to be a chasm on Twitter where you have some ladies saying, hey, you should stay back. Don't do it. And you have others saying, I have to work. And if you respected that, then you would understand. Yes, exactly. As a client, I typically just stay out of it because... Hey man, look, as long as, and, and I, and I open that by saying I still have three dates booked next mm-hmm. month. Well, one, ne- one next month, the one after that, and then some, because I get it. So I've always said, I will never put on Twitter what I can just see on my podcast. And if you don't like it on my podcast, then just don't right. listen. But personally, my thing is, I'm not going to stop you from making money. Mm-hmm. And I also believe, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy, I believe this thing has been around since November because I knew people personally who had horrible coughs and could not breathe. And they went to the hospital and they were told you had an undisclosed, undetermined respiratory infection. Uh-huh. Having, having asthma, I can tell you, I know the difference between an upper respiratory infection, an asthma attack, and whatever this thing looks like it is. So I honestly believe it's been around and many of us have been exposed to it already. It's just some of us have gotten past it and some of us have not. But in the same token, if you have to work, I'm not going to tell you not to work. Who am I as a client, Mm -hmm. right? And I see this chasm and it's more the ladies. And I'm like, we're such a good community. Don't do this. But but I get it because you have some who who probably don't need to Then you have some who, who 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 can't work, not because you know they can't because clients aren't around, but because it poses risk to their personal. You know what I'm saying? Like I like my kids around, or sure. you know my husband, he can't have me being sick. And then you got some who, hey, this is where I'm at. Where do you fall in the? internal war that we have currently going on in our friendly little community that sometimes goes sure. to So I have a private in-call studio that I rent and pay for every month. I have a lease and I've been there for 
a little over a year at the place that I'm at now. Um, well, I share, so it's basically like a mother-in-law house to the primary house. And I, sh- and I rent out the mother-in-law house. Well, um, the people that I rent from are an elderly couple and they are right next door to me and they are awesome. Uh, Super awesome. They really are awesome. Um, but because of the shelter in place order that's on Colorado right now, I don't feel comfortable seeing clients at my in-call studio because of that. And because I don't want my neighbors to be concerned about people coming in and out when, you know, when we're on, on a shelter in place order, I don't want them questioning me because like I said, they're, they have been super awesome and super just understanding and lenient and awesome and cool with me, you know, and I just don't want to, I don't want to mess up that. Who wants to break that that report, right? Right. No one wants to break that report. I I totally get that. And because of that, I I would, and and so you fall in that second group, you know, I would, if I could, but I can't. Right. And, and, and that's, that's totally understandable. And I, I personally, I see that, as hey, you're doing what you can and you're making it. And to some extent, it's not like it's for lack of effort. Right. But wow, I it, it has been quite the uh, the story. And uh, and again, I don't knock those who are out here because I'm booking it, and I know for a fact that I don't have it. But I'm cautious. I can't tell you. I am so tired of watching my hands. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Between the hands, the hand washing, and the jail, and and I legit today went to the store, and that's another thing. The store right now, ridiculous. <laughs> I went to the store. Yeah, hand jailed before I touched the the uh, the, the shopping mm-hmm. cart. Got food. Hand job when I got back in the car, got home, took the groceries out, washed my hands, hand gelled again, and then I was, took a shower after that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think at some point we've hit a limit with this. Oh, right? definitely. <laughs> well, I'm gonna... But, and you know, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, no, you I go was ahead. gonna say yeah. that I'm gonna say this about, you know, people that are working and clients that are worried about seeing providers. You are much more safer seeing a provider than you are yes. going to a grocery store. Because even before this like virus happened, we we clean constantly in between every client. Like we're constantly sanitizing because we deal with certain things and we want to make sure that we're clean. You know, providers are very clean people. And Christina, this is a full-out sex podcast. You can say whatever you want to say. (laughs) You deal with bodily fluids every day, you know? And so we have to be safe. And, you know, so we're constantly cleaning anyway. Um, And we control who we see. We, we, We control who comes in that door. Do you think going to a grocery store that they're controlling everybody that comes in the door and they're they're cleaning every surface that is touched by every freaking time someone touches it. It's not possible. I will tell you that 
this is 100% accurate because I was going to go there before. And I'm glad you went there first because from your perspective, it's much more stronger than mine. There is no cleaner environment than going to a provider's end call because you guys take such great pride. Yes in having a spotless and I get it because some of these slobby is going on review boards just be like walking through a house and there was like this big pile of dirty clothes on the floor and they're painting this horrible picture and we'll we'll go into review culture but you know they paint this picture of your house and and that is a threat to your advancement in further clients (laughs) so so you legit have to have everything to the nine and I I could swear the last day that I had those sheets were brand new. I couldn't guarantee it, but I was like, "Did she just buy new sheets for this?" Right, <laughs> you know, because everything the, the the you could have ate off the kitchen, off the uh, refri- off the restroom sink. You could yeah. have legit ate. It was spotless. The woman had all these different soaps, mm-hmm. you know, and she was like, "Take this soap," and it's crazy because I showered before I got there. And she insisted that I shower again, not because I had any kind of bodily odor, but because she wanted that thing hygienically spotless to include my drive from there to there. Sure, sure. And I thought, well, you know, she's really going all out for this, Mm -hmm. right? The cool thing about that was she was like, I'll even shower with you. Great. (laughs) You know, (laughs) who argues with that? (laughs) I was like, I get all this, and I got to tell you, um, that's an add-on service I'll gladly pay for. A little full-service announcement. Eric has no issue. People know my first name, so I'm on my Eric has no issue um, paying for that service anytime it's offered because that was very unique. That's awesome. I did not know that the whole back process was such a erotic zone because whoever has the reach to get to their back, especially the smaller their back. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was different, but I got why she had me do it, especially in these times. You just can't be clean yeah. enough. And it's it's a safety hazard at this time. Some, and, and some ladies are actually offering corona sales. And I don't mean sales. It's like, if you're going to see me during the epidemic, the price is this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more of a sale that benefits the provider. Sure. And I understand why, because they're taking the risk. Right, exactly. So, um, and it's funny because you talk it. about that and clients are actually, hey, can I get a coronavirus discount? And it's like, no. <laughs> Sorry, you can't. If anything, I have, and I've seen this too. If anything, I fully expect rates to remain and in some cases increase because I will tell you now, I don't know if I have been more hornier than I've been now because I'm deprived than than I ever have been. And I'm telling you, ladies, as a client, whole firm, because we we haven't forgotten. (laughs) The true gents hadn't forgotten. (laughs) <laughs> and we are just sitting there like, my goodness. And and people who know me know that I didn't even have OnlyFans just a month ago. On, on a couple of episodes prior, I was like, I don't got that shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but this month, locked up in this house, <laughs> you can only watch so much Netflix. Right. You know? <laughs> it ain't no chilling. Yeah. <laughs> ain't no chilling. <laughs> My dick hates me, Christina. It hates me. 
we are in a violent affair, like the like the cartoon that you posted. Yes. It sees me and it cowers in fear. It's like not again. Tonight, please go buy a toy, sir. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We need to have a discussion because it's been almost too much. And you know, it's just what it is. I'm gonna tell you, and I'm just telling you as a guy, I love seeing the ladies post that they're horny too. It, 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 there's something about sure. that because you're thinking maybe it's just us. Right, right. You know, maybe it's just, one girl said, I am going to go on a dick parade and it's going to be me walking around like they're all trumpets and I'm just going to blow every single one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, that's the best thing ever. Because as gents, we don't know if you guys feel the same way because y'all are so coy about sure, it. Sure, definitely. You know, and it's like, are they feeling that same absence? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? <laughs> um, I know for me, you know, and it's not, like I said, it's, for me, it's not even about, like, sex or orgasm. It's about touch. And I miss touch. it. Right. I miss it so oh, much. God. And, like, so, yeah, you know, I may not share, I may not be like, oh, I'm so horny or whatever, but. Like, it doesn't mean I don't miss my clients and miss them touching me, you know what I mean? And just feeling that connection. That keyboard you hear in the background is me looking up tickets to uh, Colorado. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> because I am, I am going to make it a point to uh, ensure that the neighbors see the tall black guy and be like, oh, he's cool. Right. He's cool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. that guy. And I flirt with her because she was. Yeah, oh, that exactly. Oh, that guy. <laughs> and I flirt with Christina, but she knows. She knows that she's one of my favorites <laughs> and I have DM privileges. But, 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 but before someone goes, wait, he has DM privileges. Eric has compensated because that's what you do. <laughs> you don't just hop in someone's DM just because it's nice. Right. <laughs> um, and, and, it's, and explain that. Explain your protocol for gents talking to you? Because I think some gents think it's just, hey, I'm in her DMs, what the hell? Is there a process? A lot of providers require or ask that you donate something in order to talk to them. And right. I haven't asked anyone to do that. There have been some who have donated, which I so much appreciate, you being one of them. Um, but generally... I don't like to go back and forth with messages, you know, uh, constantly, unless there's going to be some kind of, they're going to make an appointment or something. And it's not because I am a gold digger or anything like that. It's just, I don't have, not I just don't have time to engage everyone who messages me, you know, constantly. If you want to text me and say, Hey, um, have a good day or hey I think you're beautiful yes I will try to respond with you know but as far as like going back and forth and long conversations it's just probably not gonna happen I think Jits missed the part that this is also your job right and 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 this is companionship and that's part of companionship right exactly to build that rapport like and I'm I'm using this because Full disclosure, Christina knows I do want to see her. She knows that. We, we've talked about how this might look. Right. Um, <laughs> now that we've had this rapport built, I think it enhances that first meeting. It just won't be this awkward you know, kid who sees the AMP lady and is scared to touch her because <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've advanced past exactly, that now. She exactly. knows 
it's that guy and 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 oh you know he's here now and it would be rude for me to be like hey i'm in colorado sorry i missed right you. i think i get jumped <laughs> i think i get beat up actually <laughs> like you made your way to colorado didn't even swing by <laughs> oops i wouldn't do that because we built a rapport and i did that because i respect her boundary and i didn't just flutter dm with oh hey hi how are you? How was your day? I saw that post. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, and that's the Boom. thing. And speaking of, I understand that some guys probably are trying to build some kind of relationship or or understand someone, and that's why they try to go back and forth. But like, you're not. Most providers aren't gonna. They're not gonna entertain that. You know. They're not. I, I can tell you. The first rookie mistake I made transitioning from review boards to Twitter was thinking that much like in a review board, we can just have a rapport like that. That's <laughs> I didn't. It took me a while to learn that Twitter is part of the job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and and Twitter client knows that, but and I think a lot of ladies are learning. And I hope the gents start to learn this too, that there's a transition that they make when they come from review board culture to being a Twitter provider right. or a Trish provider. Just like gents are slowly learning. You can't have that back and forth about what's your favorite color. Right. And, and, and that's if, if it's open and it's act, that's different. But sliding to the DM and like, hey, I saw that post and I just wanted to say that. You're so sexy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work in this world. It's, it doesn't because yeah. now you're taking it other time. If it's an open post and it's like, hey, what movie did you guys see? What did you, you think about Tiger King on Netflix? Right. By the way, Carol's guilty. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I don't care what nobody said. That bitch killed her husband. Um, <laughs> but that's that's different, right? right? Because it's open and it's a, it's a conversation and we're going back and forth. But it, once you slide in the DMs, just be prepared to have some kind of conversation. That's just fair. Right. That is fair. And don't send dick pics. Yes, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Because you set us all back when you do Right. That. And I had an episode, and I kind of equate that to that episode about black clients and how we have to jump through higher hoops because there are no AA postings all throughout the country. Right. And one of us makes a mistake. He represents Everyone. all of yes. us. Sure. <laughs> and it's the same with dick pics. Right. If you send a dick pic, it has no color. Right. It, it becomes a thing on on a screenshot and it's gents slobbiest. Don't send the dick right. pic. And we're all roped in that same thing because some jerk made the mistake of thinking that was okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how have the reviews been for you in the review board culture in Colorado? Um, I am lucky enough to never have gotten a bad review so okay so things have been good for me however um i have had clients threaten to leave bad reviews and these are not clients that i have actually seen these are clients clients. yeah these are clients these are people who you know didn't get what they wanted or weren't happy with the fact that I didn't offer something they were wanting. You know what I'm saying? Nothing pisses me off more. Yeah, so... And the gent who decides to weaponize a review. Right, and that happens a lot. 
God, I know it does. I know it does because I've seen it. And and I, the ladies that are listening to this, they know I have episodes in the past. I don't discount review boards for a reason mm-hmm. because they're a part of this lifestyle. Yeah. And Trist is now starting to have reviews go on. And I know that was a big thing where ladies go, I can't believe Trist is doing this. Mm-hmm. Trist knows where the money's at. Right. Just like Yelp. Yelp works. Yes. Do I like it? No. I don't review anymore. I stopped reviewing a couple of years back because as I got older, I realized I want my experience to last with me and her personally. Right. But I understand. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say when you weaponize a review, what are you really trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Especially someone like Christina who probably has 13 good reviews versus your one bad Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what he said, oh, well, Things got extra heavy, and all of a sudden, she didn't want to do this extra step two star rating. Right. What the hell? <laughs> if you read her board or her website, you knew she wasn't going to do that. Right. Exactly. But I know it. And I, and I know that's what it is. My, my best advice, honestly, and, and I, there's another lady who I talked to, she doesn't even take reviews. She's like, don't even review me. <laughs> but, you know, over, uh, but I understand, I would never stop. Any whatever works for you guys, and I know Colorado. I brought it up because I know gents in Colorado, and Colorado is very much a review state. It's yes. one of those yes. states where they depend. The ladies are unfortunately at the limit of a review. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, and I can watch the face the same. I way. can see it from both sides. Like uh, reviews are very important to me when it comes to like buying any kind of product or like you know using certain website you know i'm i'm looking for the reviews you know i'm always looking for the reviews to see what are what are people saying you know um and so it sucks because you know at the end of the day we are not products we are people no exactly but you know people want to know are they going to get their money's worth you know and that's just the way it is if I was going and searching for someone to seek services with that does what I do, a, a, a guy or whatever, I would want to read the reviews before shelling out any money. I would. I'd want to know, like, you know, something, a little something, you know. And that's fair. That's yeah, fair. but like, if it, if it were just that easy, right? It's just these guys get to a point where, like, and then she took her panties off, right? And they got extra steam, and you're like, bro, yes, <laughs> you know. And, and this is this is something I've suggested, and, and let me know if that's wrong. Before you hit enter, send it to her via email. Hey, this is a review. I want to know if you're okay with it. Perfect. Seems to make sense, right? Yes, definitely. I've only had, <laughs> and you can be like, hey, I think I've only had one person do that. Um, and I appreciated it, but the the good thing about like all my reviews, even because I have two different, so on my schedule, on my booking website, people can leave reviews there. And I have, I think I have 17 reviews on there. And then on another site that I advertise on, I have 37 on those. So I have about 50 good reviews. They're all, they're all good. Um, gents. You hear this? Fifty <laughs> reviews, fifty reviews by Colorado gentlemen. I know you hear this. This will be retweeted by her and by me. So, <laughs> fifty reviews. A little advertisement there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just oh, had this. No, the, <laughs> that plug. 
Um, but most of the, I promise say the majority of the reviews are um, tasteful, yes. which I appreciate because I've read reviews on other providers where I'm like, oh my God, like, dang. Pornhub. Why would they? Pornhub. Yeah, exactly. Pornhub. And, Pornhub, exactly. And the thing is, is like the providers and I have talked about it. Um, your mileage may vary, you know? So yeah. just because someone wrote a review about this and this and that does not mean that you are going to get that exact same experience. And that's where reviews can be a problem. You know? And, and that's a thing too. You know, you may have a regular. Right. And a regular just might. And, and, and ladies and gents, I'm not saying things you don't already know. So don't be like, oh my God, I can't believe they're that. There are certain regulars that get things that other people don't. Oh, yeah. Because they've seen you eight, nine, 10, 11 times. Sure. When you needed it, they were there. Now, these are the guys who are the silence in the room. They won't post, you know, son or $100 in time to need because you know these people. Mm-hmm. This is what they're going to do anyway. Right. You know, and shout out to the gents who are supporting these ladies right now. And to the ladies who are supporting these ladies right now, yes. my goodness, um, that's been huge. And and I've seen it all across, and it's made my heart smile. You know, I never take any credit. I've done very little compared to some, but I like to say that even if I just gave a dollar, it's made a difference in someone's life. And, and it's appreciated on my end to be a giver because I believe it all circles back. Oh, most definitely. But, you know, as it relates to these reviews and, and the culture that we're in, regulars get extras. You don't have to post those extras, guys. Right. You, know, you don't have to because you've taken, you've taken, I'm sorry, what, what was an intimate moment between you and Christina and put it out there. Sure. Without her consent. Mm-hmm. Without her consent. <laughs> Mind you, if you screened, she has all your information. And what if without your consent, she just posted it? <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, it's a two-way street, right? It's a two-way street. A lot of just don't understand that you have to screen, and when you screen, you give her all your information, and then you go to the review board and go. So she laid me back, she gave me a hand job, they start making out with me. <laughs> huh? Okay, <laughs> you've changed the dynamic, right? Exactly. <laughs> Does it happen? Yes. Should it happen? Probably not. <laughs> and another thing, this is the most important. We talk about law enforcement. They still very much look at these things. Sure. They plant moles. You're setting yourself up. So a tasteful winter of the end call. Beautiful time. Beautiful woman. I strongly recommend her. Um, nice, clean. Aromas were there. Boom. Right. It doesn't have to be much. Exactly. <laughs> you know? For me, the client looking, oh, she seems like she's awesome. Right. I went to her website, you know, she's already got 50 plus reviews. Again, fellas, 50 plus reviews. <laughs> so she's probably done this a time or two. What year is this? Year five or six? I forget. Uh, I'm sorry, what did you say? What year is this for you? Year oh. six or seven? Or no, five? no, I am at uh, four. Year four? Yes. 50 plus reviews? Yes. And those are the guys who posted. There's probably many more who haven't. <laughs> Needless to say, she does the job well yeah and I I, you know I never ask guys to leave reviews I just don't if they want to do it they do it and if they don't that's fine because 
um, everybody is different. Some people don't have accounts to leave reviews because they want to be discreet, and that's totally fine. So, yes. But the reviews I do have speak for themselves. So, well, in this very last segment, by the way, we pushed an hour. Yay! (laughs) In this very last segment, I'm going to let you tell the audience three do's and three don'ts. So, if they want to see Miss Christina in Colorado, (laughs) specifically Colorado Springs, because that's where the audience is told. Yes. (laughs) Um, So, I'm going to actually start with three don'ts. So, the first don't is don't send dick pics just don't i don't i don't want them don't want um second don't hmm don't be um aggressive or get angry if i can't get back to you can't respond to you right away and that's for any provider really because Right, right you know we just don't always have time to do that um, and then another don't would be don't ask any leading questions when you're calling or texting to try to set up an appointment. Don't do that. God, yes. Fellas, understand, Ellie, law enforcement is very real. Yes. It, it, asking those dumb questions on the phone is basically like saying, look, I could be this, I could be that, especially if I don't know you. Right. So, um, so do's. Do visit my website because it has all the information you need, and my availability is updated minute. What's the name of that website? One more time. It is christinalin.com, and it's spelled C R Y S T Y N A L Y N N. Christinalin.com. So visit my website, it's so easy. You know, you have ev- all the information you need. It tells you, okay, I'm available this time, this time, this time. This is my rate. Visit the website because then when you text me, you can just say, hey, I saw you're available at 12. Can I see you for an hour? Okay. Um, another do. Show up on time with the correct donation. Can't tell you how many times I've been like, oh, I forgot my wallet in the car, or um, I thought you took credit card, you know, things like that. Because I'm going to ask you for the money up front. Just because I've been burned too many times. I saw that. Oh, God, I saw that. (laughs) I've lost a lot of money because of that. Um, And then the last do would be do read the rules. They are there for you know, for my protection and for your enjoyment, because, you know, there are so many times that people don't read the rules. And so then they, you know, may go through half the session without touching me because they didn't realize that they could do that until I like actually grab their hands and put them on me. So, um, and then another dude that I just didn't talk about is just to be respectful and kind. Yes. You know, that's that's the most important, honestly, is just be kind because I'm a kind person and I will treat you like a king if you respect me. Love to hear that because, again, and I, and I, I can't emphasize enough, given my background, I kind of have to because while I'm not my race is representative, I represent my race. Does that make sense? Sure. So I do not need Christina one day going, sorry, guys, no AAs. Not saying that she would ever. Right. But 
it's just, you know, it's such a small, small population of us in this crew and this in this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I get it. Most of the hobbyists, most of the clients, most whatever you guys call us, look at and are a certain way. So right. gotta be respectful no matter who you are, what race, color, or creed. Yes. But if you screw that up, it really is hard to get back in. Once you're blacklisted, you're blacklisted no matter what color you yes, are. Yes, exactly. What race you are, what you we don't are. hardly, we don't give second be, chances very often. Oh my God, no. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask because there are some ladies diversifying their brand and starting on the FBM side. Do you have any tips for them? Um, I think the most important, the tips that I would say is just kind of really really think about what you what it is that you are comfortable doing um what do you think your time is worth and really really stick to your boundaries because if you don't stick to your boundaries then you will burn out in a heartbeat and you just won't be able to do it so like exactly just really that's the, that's just so important is just being like you know be don't be afraid to say no I don't do that. Even if I have turned away so many clients, I can't even tell you how many I've turned away because I said no. They wanted companionship. They, they were like, oh, you don't do this? Right. That's not what FBSM right. is. There are ladies that do both, but she is not one of those. Right. And so, like, yeah, it sucks to be like, oh, I just lost all this money because I said no to this client. But you know what? I'm sticking to my boundaries and what it is that I'm comfortable with. And I'm not going to change that for anyone. I don't care who you are. You know, I'm I'm just not going to do that. So make up your mind about what it is that you feel like you're comfortable with and stick to it. Don't let anybody push you around. Yes. And and I couldn't agree more. There are multiple, and you guys know this, I know you know, there are multiple massage practices on that side of it. If you're not going for the the companionship with the expected ending in that life and you just want to go FBSM, there are ladies who do neuro massages who grease themselves up and it's like a water park slide. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like a full out slipper slide. There's uh, the table showers, there's the um the light touch, there's mutual touch, there's so many. She has explained it, and she has laid out what she does. And I would hope for those ladies listening who are interested, hey, give her a call, give her a buzz, and you'll see where that goes. Do you want to plug anything before I let you go on for to the night? Guys, it's late at night, but I got her, so I'm happy. So, <laughs> um, I just want to thank you so much for you know letting me get on here and kind of tell my story and talk to everybody. And you know, definitely want to say that if there are any providers that are interested in getting in in the business, whether it's escort or, you know, FBSM, whatever, and you feel you have questions, I'm totally open to answering any questions that you have. There you go. And what's that website one more time for those gents who might be traveling to Denver on business or someone like myself who has a buddy out there and is like, you know, I just might go see her. It's um, ChristinaLynn.com. All right. We got that. And she's in Colorado Springs, guys. Do you do Denver trips at all? Or do I have to make a drive from Denver to Colorado? You have to come to me. Sigh. <laughs> How far is that drive for people who don't know? Um, I guess it depends on what part of uh, Denver you are in. But generally an hour, probably. 
Oh, that's not yeah. bad. And I, I'm thinking it's like, oh man, I got to drive all the way to Utah. I can, I can do that. Well, I want to thank Miss Christina for being my co-host tonight. We have had an excellent time. She was my first guest, y'all. Yay. I end by saying, as I always do on all my pods, thank you guys for coming. I did not do Q&A tonight because I had a guest on tonight and there was really no need. If by any chance you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. <laughs> I have 99 problems, but this pod, it ain't one. Say goodbye, Christina. Bye, guys.